0: Violence and wickedness on TV. We're wearing those good old fashioned values. The ones we used to revive. Lucky there's a family guy. Lucky there's a man who positively cares to all the things that make us mad and cry.
1: He's a family guy. The shit sucks, man.
2: This sucks. I hate this. I'm th- sorry for doubting you guys in the first episode.
0: Three more seasons, and then we never have to watch this show again. Literally, like you know, it's not like the Family Guy when when we're even when we're done, we'll, we're not really be done. No, once we're done with Cleveland show, that's it. We're we're done forever. This is just yeah. God. Until we
2: do the 20 year retrospective.
1: Look, um. Uh, when we're
2: all forty years old, we're gonna come back and do a twenty eighth reunion of all of the seasons we recorded.
0: I'll give the show this. This is bad, but like this week for the for the monthly patron cast folks, uh, we're gonna have to watch Alan Gregory, and I have a feeling this is at least going to be better than Alan Gregory.
2: Yeah, um, I, I I think Andy, I think you're right. Like like I will give the show credit in that I didn't kill myself while watching it, which I really wanted to. So like it it definitely like. Did not get me over the ledge. Uh, it Just got me like to the edge of it.
0: Yeah. No. This is bad, but it's like I think it's just like I can. I don't know. It's no. This is
2: the worst part. Is it's not even like bad per se. Like there are a couple episodes that are like bad, but it's it's really really just nothing. Like it is such a yeah bad, like bad, th- boring show. Yeah. This is yeah. the
0: most underwhelming TV show I think I've seen in a while, and it's just we are now what twenty two episodes in. We still do not have an answer. The show has not given us an explanation as to why it it, it can, Cleveland show can't justify its own existence.
1: So, I think what makes the show really kind of depressing to me personally is that, you know, there's countless amount of no effort TV shows and you know, maybe someone gave a shit about them in the process of making them, but like by the time they hit the air, like whatever passion for that project was there has just evaporated completely. It's just there to fill time or something, and there's no effort put in, and it says on the screen. But The Cleveland Show is not one of those shows, because there is a, an attempt here. This is not, like, yeah. phoning it in. This is arguably, like, try- Yeah, it's
2: clear they believe in it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It is arguably trying harder than some of the Family Guy seasons we like. It's just unwatchable. Like. Yeah. I think Spencer, you're going to complain about the fact that this
0: show killed uh, King of the Hill because it has the same. It had to take its time slot for some
1: stupid fucking reason. It's just. Oh my god! It is.
2: See the the hard part about doing an episode on on this back half of the season is that, and it's kind of a problem I was having with my notes too. Is that I literally just do not know what to say about this show. It is. It is so. It is like a void of any any interesting uh, thought or like analysis that I I would want to throw at it. It's just. It,
0: I'll will say is, this. It it wasn't a consistent problem, but there are definitely a lot of points in the season where it is still just like our main characters voiced by a white guy, and most of the writers are white. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I didn't, and I did not realize until this record that Rolla was also voiced by Mike Henry. I thought. Oh, uh, yeah.
0: I did yeah. not know that until you just brought that up. Come the on! God. Well,
2: because I, I was assuming, and let's just get this out of the way, he was voiced by the MVP of the show, someone who is consistently doing really good work. I want to give a shout-out to Kevin Michael Richardson, who is... Oh,
0: yeah. Really, yeah this absolutely.
2: show would not be anything without... He, he is, like, the Seth of this show, except... I, I don't know, I love Kevin Michael Richardson and everybody Yeah, I has, love him, but, too! Yeah. Um, yeah, this is, he's very, he, he is consistently good in this show and he, he handles enough side characters that it's like, it would not function without him. Uh, but I thought he was voicing Raul, but no, it's Mike Henry also, which is, yeah.
1: Let's talk about voice acting for a second. The, um, part of why this show is so depressing is because the cast list for this show is fucking stacked. It is insane. Like, okay, you've got Mike Henry who, you know, very talented voice actor. You've got Kevin Michael right. Richardson, he's... you've got Seth MacFarlane, then you've got, you know, you know, Jason Sudeikis, Jamie Kennedy, um, yeah. Glenn Howerton is the really depressing oh, that's one. that's
2: so weird. I did not even realize he was on that. No, he's, yeah. is he the son? Of yeah, he's Ernie. The... The the... That's so fucking
1: weird. Yeah, it's just, like, the... the i don't get it man and let's let's also bring
0: up the big two celebrity guests one of who is a reoccurring character also ariana huffington is also in this i just remember this she's she's yeah
2: she plays she plays the bear wife yeah yes craig robinson Uh, um, is cleveland's dad also
1: Um, uh will forte is in this um and also david lynch yeah, yeah, he's yeah. the bartender.
2: We've talked David about Lynch that.
1: David Lynch is the bartender in the show, and it's not like a one-off role. It is like a recurring no, he's a role. No, a consistent thing. Yeah, and for starters... Which, it... which
2: makes you think, like, why, why would he want to be... Did he just want, like, something to... I think
1: Mike so Henry to, or, like... just
0: asked him, and he was like, yeah, okay. Which, hold on, come on I'd just like to point out, David Lynch almost had, like... When, when George Lucas brought him on the set of Return of the Jedi to propose him... Directing that movie, he almost had a panic attack when he saw a Wookiee for the first time. Oh my God. Yet he's just like, yeah, no, Cleveland Show—that's a great like gig. I got to do this. Yeah.
2: Like, See, I, I like to imagine that it wasn't because of like any artistic reason. I just like to imagine that David Lynch thinks everything he sees in real life is real. Yeah. So like, if he saw like a cutout of Bigfoot, he would like think Bigfoot was real for the next five years. Yeah. I don't know. That's a little fantasy to like. It's, it's,
1: it's, David lit. Yeah. Um. Look.
2: David David Lynch seeing an airplane and not realizing it's an airplane and thinking that aliens are real and that's how he made Twin Peaks. Look. Are there aliens on that? Th-
1: There's ghosts. David Lynch is what's kind of amazing about it is that immediately after the show ended, like almost immediately, he started the process of reviving Twin Peaks and He ended up creating, like, what most people consider, like, the most medium-bending... Yeah. ...widely beloved piece of television programming of the 2010s. Yeah, oh, maybe even of the 20th century... 21st century, yeah.
2: From what I have... I've never seen Twin Peaks all the way through. From what I have heard, it is, like, the benchmark of, like, television as a medium next to maybe The Sopranos of the 21st century.
1: And before that, his gig was playing Gus the Bartender on the Cleveland show. Now, I've got to say... He's good on the show. I enjoy him. He's a very fun yeah, presence. Yeah, he's fine. Um, he, it's
2: not, he's, I mean, this might be like unfair to Mr. Lynch. He's not amazing. He's fine.
0: I'll say this. I'm champion. happy when David Lynch shows up yeah. on, on the screen. Neurons fire off in my head, and I have some sort of emotional reaction, almost as if I'm watching like a piece of media that is some describe as, as art,
1: maybe? I don't know. Yeah. Not really. I wanted to also say that because David Lynch is on the show, I feel like when we're getting desperate for stuff to talk about, this gives us an excuse to talk about a Twin Peaks. To talk uh, about twin, twin Peaks.
2: Peaks. Yeah. So, so do we have anything, like, on, on the actual topic of the season, do we have anything major that we want to say about the main cast?
1: The main cast...
0: Um, I think it's worth uh, reiterating, Um, I think Roberta? Yeah, Roberta got a recast yeah. uh, in the end oh, of the season. Oh, did she really? Yeah, which is funny because Meg also got a recast early on in, in right. Family Guy, in,
2: like after the second season or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, yeah, I did not know that uh, in the season or she in this season. It was,
0: I believe, two. episode hmm. seventeen. Let me look up the. It's
2: pretty seamless. Yeah,
0: no, uh, it's hard yeah. to tell the difference between the two. Like the the new voice actress does a really good job.
1: I I want to say that as the season goes on, like you know, the behavior that Cleveland gets away with gets increasingly yeah. more you know, extreme. Like I, I mentioned how in the show, like the only reason I could think that the show exists is to serve as a sort of hard reset for like, you know, family guy is just already doving off the deep end and just in constant insane shit. And this provides an opportunity to like go back to more grounded stuff in theory. But by the end of the show, like Cleveland, like bets Roberta's, uh, what is it? No, uh, no, bets Roberta's uh, college fund on, on gambling. And it's like,
2: I mean, To Cleveland Show's credit, I could see that being something in the earlier Family Guy seasons. I don't think it's, like, super fantastical. My thing is just, like, it it feels lazy in this back half. Like, it's, like, they realized that they couldn't keep, you know, Cleveland as a guy who isn't Peter Griffin, you know, uh, consistent for long enough that they had to just dip back to, like, oh, no, he's just Peter Griffin, but from the early Family Guy, which is annoying.
0: Something else I think I realized about this show as a whole... Is that it's not necessarily that it doesn't go out there like big jokes and stuff, but I would say on a structural level, it's much more focused on a sitcom-y small town feel yeah than than the other two.
2: Yeah, and we have said, I think before that family guy, especially when it's going for those kind of big wide swinging jokes, does not work as well in the sitcom format. and I think the same holds true for Cleveland show for sure.
0: No, but and I think that's part of the problem is that this show is much more aggressively going for it.
2: Well, that's what I'm. Yeah, that's what I'm
1: saying.
0: I will say I like the women in Cleveland's family. Like I like yeah. Donna yeah. and I like Roberta. I would say they're the strongest of the two. The
1: family dynamic itself is fine. I think. Like yeah,
2: Cleveland Cleveland Junior is consistently, if not you know, revelatory. He's entertaining. I like a lot yeah. of the plots that he yeah.
1: Plays for he, he, you you and, know, yeah, you
2: know, he's probably the weakest. You think Rallo?
1: Rallo?
0: Yeah. Rallo's the fucking yeah. weak link. I hate I Rallo. I, I don't but You guys hate were on that him, tip last
2: season. Yeah. I think he's- Or last episode. I- I- yeah. I am not with Spencer, but he- he is definitely not as strong as some of the other characters.
0: I feel like the others are, like, doing just enough to- to form their ident- identities from their Griffin and Smith counterpart. He's not. Yeah. He is not.
2: Yeah. He's just very I mean, they literally annoying. call him Black Stewie. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And it's also, like, this is something I noticed, but, like, Family Guy, is even in the more modern seasons, always makes, like, a reference to, like, Stewie's kind of a weird kid. Like, he's out there. Like, he's not normal. Everyone else talks... Right. Every other, like, kindergartner in the show also kind of talks and acts like Rallo, and it's like, what? Yeah. I get what they're going for, but it's... Again, this show ties itself to Family Guy, so it's weird that it's not following by the very thinly established rules that Family Guy already established.
2: I mean yeah I, I I really do think that it's just an effort to like make a Stewie character who is also you know cool and has more plots like outside of doing and his can own interact thing, with the but main cast. it doesn't work yeah yeah but, but you, it doesn't work should... because Stewie kind of has to be a loner
1: yeah
0: also Stewie is a lot well one Rallo doesn't have O'Brien um yes two Stewie's allowed to go on big adventure Ventures across the right. country and world and dimensions and multi rallo's just like stuck in the stool then
1: you know who rallo reminds me of season one stewie like both kind, of like the of antagon- note, yeah well, the antagonistic relationship he has with um
2: yeah with cleveland
1: yeah and you know he's very very close to saying like damn you vile woman he's just like instead of like this like posh yeah, british guy like
2: <sighs> right he's he's like a racial stereotype I mean I I feel bad saying he's exactly like Stewie because I mean I do think that they try different stuff with him you know I, I really I really do stick with my assertion from the first episode of this that he he is more like Riley Freeman than he is like Stewie he, and that well, they okay. kind of were going for that but without any of the nuance that like the actual you know that the Boondocks I, actually brought to that I, yeah and that
0: is that is true I think Stewie yeah. calls him a Boondocks ripoff in the episode where they come back to Paul Right. Paul. yeah but uh, I, th- I guess the thing is like yeah he is different from Stewie but all of the things that like make him different. Aren't interesting, and also like, oh god, he's voiced by a white guy. Oh god, yeah. Uh, we love you, Mike Henry. Yeah, but no, you know. Before we talk about Cleveland and show side characters, let's talk about how Herbert never is constantly show Herbert yeah, and Bruce. Weird.
2: Um, yeah. I mean, I I don't remember Bruce as much, but yeah, Herbert makes like a couple appearances in the season. I guess it's just because like
0: I'm already here. I'm already in the right. both.
2: But it's, yeah, but it's also, I mean, yeah, I, I think that that is, like, the impetus behind it, but it's also really weird that, like, it knows it's a different show on some level, but it can't, like, accept it. And I, it, that, is, that is what really drags the show down, other than the fact that it's badly I, written. I do
1: like that, I do like the idea that Herbert is just kind of, like, spawning randomly whenever there are children <laughs> around. Like, he's just, like, a hostile mob. <laughs> just appearing. Herbert
2: is, like, an intimate... He's an interdimensional being, like, Pennywise the Clown.
1: Yeah. Yeah! Yeah. He's creepier than Pennywise. I think, like...
0: Cause he's better at thing. listing
2: kids than Pennywise. Yeah. Is,
0: is that... I was, I was gonna be like, man, you know, maybe they should have... They probably should have done, like, the American Dad thing of, like, have an original black protagonist in the show with the new cast and family, and then, like... But then Mike Henry wouldn't get his own show and
2: right you know. and and that's and that's the big tension is that this is at one time trying to be you know an actual tv show and at the other time just as a passion project for mike henry and Appel and Seth. really just them kind of like i think i think it was one of you two said it in the first season that this is just a victory lap for henry and Seth, and i think that, yeah. that is really really more evident in this back half than half this
1: half. also is like just like giving mike henry like a favor basically or something it's like you like yeah you like you're hyping your friend up, which I gotta say, the friendship that Seth MacFarlane and Mike Henry have is very unironically very inspiring. Where Seth MacFarlane becomes this huge media guy and he's just like constantly bringing Mike Henry along.
2: Yeah. yeah. So, this is we've talked a lot of shit on Seth, and and I do think that he he has a lot of traits that are not super cool. He doesn't seem like a super like, e- or I don't want to say egotistic, but like. He he seems like he remembers his friends, you know, yeah. and that that's cool.
0: Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else to say about the Brown family.
2: I don't really think. I think we covered most of it in the first half, and they haven't really changed much in the back half.
1: The the side characters. The first thing that uh, stuck out to me is um, who's the short guy? What's the short guy's name again? Holt. Holt. Yeah. Um, he feels like Holt a par- catch fire. Yeah, he feels like a parody of donald trump but like from 2016 or something but
2: speaking of
1: yeah can
2: we talk about how many fucking references this show makes to donald trump
1: donald trump was like a big figure to make fun of around this time yeah but
2: it's it's so wild i mean and obviously it's always going to be wild in retrospect but it's like there's a half dozen in the back half alone it's crazy
0: yeah i mean it's just like you know he was he was
2: ever kind of everywhere.
0: That was Trump's thing, and then like they didn't know. Right. Nobody knew.
2: No, no one knew, and you you couldn't have known really. But it's it's just so. I mean, and it is. I'm not. well, like, was, well the Simpsons
0: that. knew. Shut the fuck up. Nah,
2: shut up. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, they didn't. They just were making a joke. Ju- no, but I mean, and obviously, like it, you can't judge them for not having that, you know, precognition. But it's even for that time period. I don't think it was like that. Or it was as common as they were making it to make jokes about Donald Trump. Like, I don't think it was, like, a multiple times per season thing.
0: Of the core Cleveland friend group, I mostly like the rest of his friends. I don't like Tim.
2: I like Tim. Or I like Tim. I, liked him. I, I
0: don't, don't is... like Holt. I don't like Holt. Yeah, Hurt. I
2: don't like Holt. Yeah.
1: yeah, Holt sucks. Big agree. We all, we Holt,
2: all agree. Holt, I mean, Holt is... Holt sucks because he's sad, but he's also an asshole. And it's like, where are we supposed to come at this well, character?
1: He's,
0: there are a lot of characters like that. Joe.
1: Like it feels like they're trying to redo Joe, but like I don't know. Like Joe, but, Joe but, with a little but Joe bit is of an Quagmire an is the thing.
2: Joe is sad, but he's, Joe is no. An you know what he is? He
0: can... He's Joe and Quagmire.
2: But even more than that he's just like a stereotype of like and i really think they came into the writers room as like you know what's a guy that everyone hates what if that was one of cleveland's friends but it's like but he's also a sad guy and it's like how are we supposed to relate to this character like we can't come at him with sympathy we can't come at him with you know enjoying you know we there's no reason that he would be there are a lot of characters
0: who, who this show can't figure out whether we're supposed to pity or laugh at like wally is also like that
2: Right. I mean, uh, I think Wally is pretty consistently supposed to laugh at him.
1: Well, with Holt, it's weird because he's, like, supposed... To, like, he... Joe benefited from, like, sort of very organically emerging as himself. Right. And then, like, also having Patrick Warburton, where Holt just kind of starts as, like, yo, I'm a douchebag, and I suck. It's just... It right. Feels, it feels like it's, it was revenge. It's
2: off-putting. Not even that. It's just off-putting. And, and also... I, I still maintain Joe is never as big of an asshole as Holt is, and that's yeah. kind of why he's fun to watch is because he's kind of sympathetic, and that he he becomes such a big loser that it's like, oh, I feel bad for like how shitty this guy is at like social interactions. But it's like Holt kind of has that, but not 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 enough that you could feel pity for him because he's also just like a big loudmouth, you know, braggart with a bad life. And yeah. It's like, yeah. Where where are we supposed to break in? You know, it's it sucks. He's a I, bad I'm gonna character. Be, I'm going to be
1: honest with you guys. I don't really like Tim that much. I I can I can I can deal with Tim. I like Tim.
2: I I I don't think Tim is like an amazing character. But every time he's on, I get like a little like yeah. warm macaroni comfort food.
0: Yeah, he's 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 not a aggr- annoying. He's like all right, okay, I can deal with this he's, dude. I like his voice. I don't like his voice. Yeah, I don't really. Like I his I,
1: voice. I can voice I like kind his voice. Of
0: I kind of like it. Uh, um,
1: yeah, it's just very—I don't know. It's like the first voice you come up with when you're trying to like imitate someone. Um,
0: yeah.
1: yeah. He. Uh, God, it's it feels so phoned in. He doesn't do that much interesting. I honestly like his wife more just because Ariana's got kind of yeah. a weird voice. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can. I can. Yeah, see that. I
2: I have in my notes somewhere that I Ariana is one of my. Well, actually, in the first half, Ariana was my favorite wife. Can I talk about who my new favorite wife is? Who kendra hmm. i think kendra had a really strong showing in the in the last couple episodes yeah with the casino and with fighting the or uh fighting the holt's abusive girlfriend yeah. she's, got she's just, a scary... just she's just really yeah she's really charming and i love like every time i love the running gag of like her trying to give her backstory and no one gets in i just i love how she's kind of like innocent but also like c- kind of like a dork i don't know i yeah she, she just really grew on me
0: she's very sweet I I also kind of like Lester for what like like yeah, yeah he is fine. he is just a cheap southern joke but like I don't know I feel like because he has to be like a reoccurring side character he he's less I don't know there's there's more nuance to
1: him almost
0: and again I I like Earn, well, Ernie and Cleveland Juniors it
1: it helps you know maybe this is too altruist but it helps that Mike Henry is like mostly a southerner like he grew up in Richmond and right. there's a lot of guys like Lester in the South and like you're going to become like friends with one of those types of guys or whatever. And you're just going to have to learn with them. Like occasionally being like out of touch, let's say, you know, I I do
2: think if we, if we're talking about Lester, we should talk about the elephant in the room, which is that, uh, kind of similarly to Cleveland. He is voiced by an actor who is not white.
1: Yeah, um, that's that's kind of Which is icky. kind
2: of problematic. Yeah. yeah. I, I I'm not like gonna cancel the show, but it, it kinda leaves a weird taste in my mouth because I mean I love Kevin Michael Richardson, but it's it feels tone deaf. I,
1: I wonder if the what is it like, you know, there's someone had like a pang of conscience like in the writer's rooms. Like this is a show about a black guy voiced by a white guy. What are we doing? And then like right. someone had the idea, it's like, hang on, I got an idea. What, what if what we if? what if we make one of the white characters? voiced by a black guy and then everyone was just like oh that's perfect that's perfect done and Good. he's the
2: racist one too yeah yeah, yeah that'll say a lot is also voiced by a woman of color yeah we're covering our bases
1: yeah no it's um
2: yeah it's it's bleak yeah in general
1: what what other what other fucking characters are there who's cleveland's high school high school uh friend terry. terry terry i like terry
2: i like terry yeah, I, pretty, I like that he, they I like that they make him the fifth sheet at the bar which is something that family Guy never had the balls to do with Ryan um, yeah, yeah that, that I like that, that they're like okay with expanding like the gang
0: I yeah. like th- I like how like he's someone who's part of Cleveland's roots I like I like that he is a friend Because yeah. like everyone else is like he's meeting for the first time because he's the outsider. so I like that he has someone who he goes way back with.
2: Also, I think I think the show gets a lot of mileage out of like he's a jock who is genuinely just like a cool guy. Like, yeah, I, no. I think it would have been so easy to make like the jock yes. friend character like She's an asshole, but yeah.
0: I, I think we can say it. Terry's a fucking Chad. Yeah, um, yeah
2: Terry's a Chad.
0: He's cool. Um, Terry's
2: a himbo. Terry's a benevolent himbo.
0: He's like Buff Spencer. Yeah,
1: uh. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, oh Federline, I. I... <laughs> I kind of yeah. like Federline because I I know I've known so many guys like Federline growing up in Virginia. Yeah. Like,
2: like <laughs> middle class Jewish kids love becoming wiggers, but like he's so annoying. <laughs> he's it's so accurate, annoying, but he's so annoying. But he's I, like
1: I, he is like exactly like this guy who I went to high like school with, and he got right. kicked out of school because he tried to rob his drug dealer. Um, and then, <laughs> yeah, he, he tried to rob awesome. his drug dealer. One of the best days I ever had, it was like in middle school, and he, uh, everyone found like the rap songs he made. Um, oh, no, oh. We, had a rap kid
2: in, we had a rap wicker in school, too. I'll have to send you guys. <laughs> but uh,
1: he was talking so about good. like, he, he
2: had his favorite or the best song that we ever uh, did from him. It was called Fuck School. <laughs> uh, and it, was like, it was literally just wait. like a three minute video of him and his friends smoking vapes in his mom's kitchen. It's amazing. I'll no, like that's, it for you guys. that's good.
1: No, but the version of, um, the version of, uh, uh, Federline, I knew, it was just, like, his songs were all just, like, about, like, going on a cruise ship and, like, fingering a like, <sighs> woman. It was so great. Um, oh, that's amazing. It's, it's awesome. Least, uh,
2: it, they're, they're, a specific breed of, I, like... I will
0: say about Federline, he, he might not be, you know, snot from American Dad levels of good, but... I do think his relationship with Roberta kind of works for her as a yeah. character. Yeah,
1: they, they, right. Well, they don't take the easy angle, which is just to make him, like, really racist and then just, like, have her, like, right. kind of deal with it. Like, he's just kind of, like, you know, a dumb, just, like... He's just
2: kind of, like, a dumbass.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I also do think that... He, most...
0: he is a high schooled boyfriend.
1: Yeah, the... the... One genuinely good bit from, I think, this entire season,
2: Fireman Killer,
1: is Fireman Killer. Yeah,
2: <laughs> Fireman Killer, Fireman Killer. It's, such a, I mean, it's kind of a hack joke, but yeah. it, it's it rules. Just yeah. yeah. Well, what? I don't
0: like the, I don't like the ending. No, of that I love joke. the ending. With I the Coast the Guard, yeah, yeah we're I don't like, like the later. Coast Guard. I think it's yeah. too much. Yeah. yeah, we'll talk about uh, that.
2: The one thing, yeah, the one thing that I like about Featherline. Uh, is that he is voiced by Jamie Kennedy, and anything that gets a Kennedy out of the sniper range, I am big on.
0: <laughs> oh, I didn't realize he was like a Kennedy Kennedy. I thought it was just, you know.
2: No, he's not. Oh, okay.
0: Um, so, uh,
2: that was I funny, w- assholes.
0: I, I, w- I want to talk about. We're
1: too autistic to pick up on obvious jokes.
0: I want to talk about Wally a little bit, not necessarily because I, I like Wally, but Wally is kind of an in- uh, uh, a good like example of a problem I have th- with this show, which is that, like, American dad because of its like CIA premise kind of doesn't really need core antagonists because it can very easily come up with a new one every week and like um right. c- you know s- you know family guy you have like a-, a strong pool that you can pull through you know yeah, you have you the chicken you have Carter you have, you Carter, you have James yeah, Wood yeah, I wouldn't really call her an, end, but um, you know,
2: you have at least well, a, like but a. Hand- Angela can be in that antagonist. Yeah, whatever. it works. Yeah, fingers. you you
0: have a handful of characters that work as this character constantly creates problems the protagonist with Cleveland show. Outside, like, they don't really have that many, like, actual antagonistic yeah. reoccurring characters. And the one they really I mean, do have... You can have... make
2: an argument for LeVar or maybe Robert. Uh, or but maybe, really,
0: yeah. well, Okay, Robert I would also count. Uh,
2: but he, he only appears, like, three times, yeah.
0: And maybe, uh, maybe. Mr. Waternoose, uh, maybe. <laughs> but, like, I, I think... think... His
2: name is Water... You're thinking of the spider guy from Monsters, Inc.?
0: Oh, okay.
1: Oh, yeah, I am. Surprisingly, I have to cut us off now because it's been, like, 30 minutes, but, uh, we're gonna, okay, we're gonna take a quick break from this and then we're going to transition into talking. Can can I just finish my point real quick? Oh, go ahead.
0: I just think, like, it is one of the, probably the weakest things about this, about both, like, parts of the season overall is that it really doesn't, like, put any of the legwork into establishing, like, reoccurring, like, people in the town who... Do not get along with Cleveland. Yeah, and that is for sure something that I noticed. It does that certainly does not help this season, even if it's not the biggest problem. Hopefully, they'll fix yeah, that in the coming that. seasons. Probably not.
2: Uh, I anyway. don't think they do. Okay, so Spencer, play us out.
1: Yeah. Okay. Uh, we're gonna take a quick break, and when we come back, we're gonna go deep on a couple episodes. Uh-huh.
0: And when I need a shorter, you know we're going backwards Pulling more tail than my man John Edwards Lumpy, chunky, boogie, eating chumpy Acting at a place like booty singing country Leave my girl alone and get your own tenderoni Come on, who are we kidding? You're used to being lonely
1: back everyone and we're going to start with what i think is not just like my least favorite episode of the season but like one of my least favorite things i've ever seen gone with the wind
0: hold on i need to point something out this episode this awful episode of television yep written by bill fucking oakley
1: bill oakley is like one of the gods of the simpsons during the golden age like yeah no one of the two
0: showrunners yeah. alongside Josh Weinstein for seasons seven and eight. Yes. This man is talented. This yes. man knows yeah, good comedy. Good he ones. wrote a
1: ton of stuff before it, too. like Some of, like, Prime Simpsons. He's up there with, like, you know, fucking John um, and Conan O'Brien in terms of people who, like, just, like, made The Simpsons, like, one of the best shows to ever be on television. Yeah. And here he is, writing... Look, I... I love Bill the, Oakley. It's the fart episode. I, 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 I like. I have like like told Bill Oakley like on Twitter like you are like one of my favorite writers ever, um, but but oh my god, this is so bad. This is
2: it's painful.
1: So basically, this whole thing starts with a plot about Cleveland like farting too much because he's on a high fiber diet
0: because um, he has high cholesterol.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. Um, Get it because he's farting out of his butt.
1: And he and Donna are in a karaoke con competition at david lynch's bar and he just farts so much that he starts working it into the songs
2: and they get super popular gets
1: popular but then they get a phone call and loretta is dead loretta cleveland's first wife
0: in this episode about fart jokes by the
1: way yeah the the fart jokes were bad enough on their own but like then i mean
2: I I could see I could see like the argument for like the comedic side of like oh you know you think it's going to be a fart episode and then we drop like the big heavy thing on but these. it's still but they a don't fart really episode don't pull it off. right but i mean i could i could see like a case where it would work in a good show but they don't pull it off because they never really take her death that seriously
0: well i think uh, to be fair like loretta wasn't really a character so i kind of no, get that but it's no she was but i
2: mean But for this episode to work, I think you would have to... I I think you would have to really take the stakes of her being dead, like, more seriously than they did. Yeah. And also, it's the fart episode.
1: Yeah. And fart jokes, like, there there are some good fart jokes, probably, but, like... This is... It is just bottom of the barrel, even by, like, fart joke standards. It's just so awful.
2: I mean, (laughs) it wasn't bad enough for Family Guy to do the same thing a couple seasons later, but... Okay. With the fart harmonica. Yeah.
1: Okay. Peter Griffin is also the one who kills her because, you know, she, like, falls out of the bathtub and then, uh, she just fucking dies. Um, yeah. Anyways. Then we get
2: an, uh, extraneous quagmire cameo also, which yeah. is fun.
1: Anyways, um, there's some bullshit about, like, Cleveland, like, breaking down at the funeral and basically having, like, a lot of, um, you know emotional problems that kind of like makes donna be like what's going on do you still love your wife and he's still kind of it's he's made that he has like sort of survivor's guilt or whatever it they kind of make him out to be the bad guy in this even though like this is probably like a pretty normal way to react. Yeah,
0: Donna is yeah. uncharacteristically bitchy in this episode. Yeah. I do not know oh, why. and
2: we, we should mention that he has survivor's guilt because Loretta died doing the bathtub falling out gag that Cleveland was kind of like Cleveland's running gag in the family. Yeah, show,
0: which was a bad gag, show. by the way.
1: I'm just, just going to say it. it's, it's a bad gag. It's fine.
2: It's. Nah, it's whatever.
1: Most it's running. N- are. It was never funny, good. but it wasn't like. Yeah, so also, fucking uh what's cleveland jr gets a lot of money from the uh from the will and it like stipulates like you can't give anything to cleveland that's i think that's, oh, that's, that's a different a, episode yeah. that's a different episode
0: yeah no why would you resolve that plot point in the episode where she dies so i mean i, I don't know that, that that doesn't seem like good storytelling. <laughs> folks me. Yeah.
1: i i'm not i'm not Which fucking is, trying with
2: this but no and it's all but no spencer's right and that it's weird because we're never expect are never supposed to expect like there to be a plot consistency between these shows except for in that one case it's weird it's also it's also like
0: also earlier on there's there's a bit during the fart jokes where he get gets a fart pass from his doctors and because of before that he also like fucking almost nearly kills tim causes tim to drive off the fucking road and die because he's so far like this episode has five million different like acts and plots and things going yeah. on, and none of it is really good.
2: William, ma'am, what was going on?
0: I'm just gonna believe. He dropped it on this one. He, no, he just did this for a paycheck. That's all I believe this <laughs> no, is. I'm I gonna. Assume it's, yeah. I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt. This, I'm not gonna believe that they actually put any artistic merit into yeah, this. Yeah.
1: Um. They end up winning the karaoke match because who gives a yeah. shit? Fuck this. This is the most (laughs) defeated
0: you have ever been.
1: Yeah, this is, uh... God, I...
0: um, Let me see if I have anything else to (laughs) say about this in my notes. Um...
1: Oh,
2: I... The one thing I want to point out is that Family Guy sometimes does... Or sometimes includes, like, you know, diegetic music in the show where it's, like, the actual characters are performing it. But it works because Seth MacFarlane can sing and Mike Henry really can't.
0: No, no, I'm sorry, Mike. You can't sing.
2: I mean, Donna's voice actress is honestly pretty solid. Uh, Seth is doing Tim, and even in the character voices, whatever Ariana can hold tune, but Mike Emery is not a very good singer. It's
0: also like we got your coach Spencer in here. Um, yeah. Yeah. Do you want to move on to my episode? Sure. Let's do Brotherly yeah, let's Love. So Kanye West is in this episode.
1: <laughs> yeah, the Which real is... Kanye West, like the yeah.
2: Yeah, like, like, they get him, yeah, for yeah. the so, first of two appearances, which is, I mean, I don't want to talk shit on Kanye, because he's a genius, It's, it's not as insane. It, it, this feels like a show he would like.
1: If this is we not as insane as if this yeah. happened now. I think if this happened yeah. now. Right. But, like, it's more to even remember- like, five years later. It's right. important to remember that 2010, he's still got some, like, controversies under his belt, like, he's got, you know, George Bush doesn't care about black people, which was just awesome. Um, and then he's got, uh, they probably started making this before the VMA, uh, what is it? Controversy. But, you know, he, he's still, he's still like a well-liked celebrity around this time. Especially since my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy singles are coming out. Yeah, it's still very strange. Um, it's also that, like, Kanye is
0: kind of the B-plot of this episode. I think we've given up on plots not This is because we don't give a shit. You're not going to watch this. You're not yeah. going to watch this.
2: No, you shouldn't. It's not a good
0: series. Um, i sorry. Th- the, the A plot is um, Cleveland becomes a pimp for Terry, for who Terry. becomes a stripper which is also, and a prostitute.
2: Can we point out, which is also something that Family Guy steals a couple seasons later.
0: And does way better because it actually makes an episode out of this. Like, this is like... I mean, okay, the, 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 the anti-firefighter thing. That's pretty good. But like nothing else in here like is really like i don't know complete it's all just like stuff happens and then it stops i do i do kind of like the rap battle in the sense of more tv shows and it's not good but i just appreciate it in general when you do rap battles slash battles of the band and tv shows and movies yeah yeah well for
2: i'll put i'll put this in i will say for the rap battle the first verse, he has bars, and then they fall off.
1: <laughs> the I also the think that... thing
2: is stupid. They do the backpack rap thing of like you know looking up thesaurus words, to, you know the defated and constipated and bladed yeah. and mated and baited, which yeah. is so fucking annoying. But
1: that's an awfully hot coffee pot, like that type of stuff. But
2: yeah, exactly. It's
1: also like not the type of rap Kanye usually does. Like just I don't know. Um, do you think these writers listen to Kanye? Can they do. Mean- well, they do. My,
2: my assumption and my, my assumption was that Ye probably wrote at least part of it. Like, if you yeah. don't have Kanye on. Well, yeah. that's
1: true. It's, it's important to remember that Kanye West is a great rapper.
2: And a great producer.
1: Yeah, um, but he is terrible on other people's songs. I will leave it at that. <laughs> um, his verse, he did a guest sure. verse on a Katy Perry song. It is one of the funniest things you will ever hear. So this is for Spencer. Something I kind of noticed.
0: This episode kind of has the same ending as Streets of Fire.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. It does. (laughs) It kind (laughs) of does. That's that's amusing. Um, (laughs)
0: I'm glad I could make your night.
1: Um, Yeah, God. Um, Other than that... uh, Rallo gets a lot of time in this episode. What does Rallo do in this episode? He, he
0: tries to break Cleveland Jr. and his girlfriend up by, yeah. so that he can have sex with her. Um, but yeah. Cleveland Jr. is he... very
2: nice and she gets that. And that, well, that's the first part. And then the second part is that after he tries to break them up and it doesn't work, then Kenny West comes, who is her baby daddy. And then that's the whole other thing where they have to fight each other at Federline's party.
0: Also, like like Tim, or not Tim, uh, fucking. Holt? No, Luster? the high school friend for Cleveland. Terry, uh, yeah. Terry, Terry. Yeah, Terry. Terry. They they also, like, they end the bit with, like, um having a thing where, like, Cleveland's like, sex work is fine, it's a victimless crime, but then Terry's get it's abused and they just stop, but they don't really explore any of it, they just yeah, kind of, I... like, rush it to its end. Yeah. I... Yeah.
2: And I, I like the idea of, like, you know, Terry, like, coming to terms with, like, it's not something that's great for him. But it's, like, if you are going to swing at that, you have to actually, like, give yeah, it time. And, and they do that just,
0: in the later around. Family Guy take on this episode with, like, Peter and Quagmire, where you actually see Peter, like, abusing Glenn. Yeah. And it, it's, they make an episode of it. Whereas yeah. it's, it's just, it's, it's all, everything happens in the background for that plot. You know, what's my favorite joke of the episode where the the house fire starts and uh, uh, Roberta's boyfriend is is like, no, don't call the fire department. That's what they want. And then and then his parents just knock him out. I I laughed at that.
1: I, I need to say going off of Rollo, we mentioned this last episode or last Cleveland show episode, but this is like a very horny show. And like Rollo is like insanely horny and. I'm not going to, like... Yeah, we
2: joked about how horny Stewie was, but, like, Rollo is... That's his whole
1: character. Yeah, well, Stewie, I think, is less, like, weird to me, since, like, Stewie is, like, not supposed to be, like, a real character.
2: Yeah, and he's also kind of an adult.
1: Yeah, Um, Yeah. and, like, he's so ridiculous that it's just whatever, but this is, like... This is, like, Rollo is super horny, and he's, like, horny for other, like, five-year-olds, and it's, like they're just like have all these like a meat hot scene basically you know think of um when i say like a meat hot scene think of um like the fast times at ridgemont high scene uh you know at the pool or yeah and sure i've just, seen that movie yeah it's just with like other three-year-olds and i'm just like i'm not even trying to be like a pruder about this it's just like uh, man what
2: <laughs> no i get it
0: okay i i actually did have a positive thing about Rallo in this episode but it's like it's small but it's like I like the scene where, it, like, um he first tries to hit on Cleveland Jr.'s girlfriend and fails horribly, because it's like, that's kind of, I think, the direction Rollo should have gone. Just being a constant, like, foil and fuck-up would, I think, work way better than, like, he's still, like, like constantly joking and comedy, but he just constantly gets owned all the time, I think would be a, a stronger direction to take his character in. Um, because yeah. he's like five, and
1: it's like, what the fuck are you gonna do, five year old? Yeah. Do we have anything else to add to this episode? Um, not really. Yeah. Okay. One more. One more, gang. We got this. Let's go. Let's go.
0: It's time for your episode, Ty Brown yeah. History Month. So, oh,
1: I I'm doing
2: the I'm doing the Spencer thing of bringing the the one that's problematic, just because we need to discuss it. <laughs> um, oh, not no. going to deal with not not really going to deal with the plot summary. Uh, rest assured that. <laughs>
1: It's not really. It, it,
2: I, I,
0: I will give this episode this. It's less problematic than last time's problematic episode. Um, yeah.
2: So basically what happens is Cleveland and Lester uh, get in a fight Uh, at the bar over some racist thing that Lester said. Uh, Lester sues Cleveland for a hate crime because he was attacking him because he's white.
1: And he says honky and cracker, which... And
2: he says honky and cracker.
1: in, In its defense, I do think the whole, like, the FBI agents being like, the words honky and cracker were used. And it's like, you make me yeah. six, or that is a, that's a pretty good joke.
2: Yeah, it's, I mean, it's not, that's not awful. And then uh, a judge sentences Lester and Cleveland to basically get along. And they, they are really at each other's throats until Kendra falls on top of Rollo and almost suffocates him. and then you want to talk about that to...
0: sweat orgasm joke? I'm sorry. It's just that, yeah, that's...
2: again, Rollo, horny, he literally gets Kendra to squirt by describing food.
0: yeah. That's... Why is the
1: show so horny? It's yeah. Well, let the show be this horny.
2: That's easy comedy.
1: So many, but there's like, there's so many like, like ass shots of Donna or whatever. Like, right? It's there's yeah, just, just
2: like, oh, and uh, Donna's big ass and Roberta's has big ass and.
1: Yeah, it, it's this show is just like just getting all riled up for its characters and it's it's very it's very strange. Yeah, since. The McFarlane art style of animation, you know, we talk about how it has some like you know benefits. Like I think that people make fun of it for looking ugly all the time, but I I think what makes it work is it's so like it communicates well. It communicates well, and it's so clipped that like all movements kind of get this inherent humor. But yeah, it it does not translate well to creating you know. Hot characters. It's not. It's not you like you know a... what it is. No,
2: and that's and that's something we've also discussed from the other direction, where it's it's not really good at communicating ugly uh, characters either. I was I'm just about to Meg. bring that.
0: I was yeah. just I was just about to yeah. bring Meg up. Yeah, yeah, no, it
2: work. It work like it, it communicates well. It gives like a good conveyance for you know the joke that they're trying to tell. But in terms of like the actual. Like, giving depth to any of how, you know, the animation relates to the jokes. It really can't do that because it is very, like, a a rudimentary, you know... I, I hesitate to say symbolic, but it is very... It is more symbolic than, like, a more complicated animation style would be. And that's a positive and a negative, you know?
1: Yeah, so let's... Get, yeah, so continuing the plot summary.
2: Rollo gets trapped under Kendra, he gets out, and then Donna brings Cleveland and Lester back to their house, and they're like, oh, you know, our your son saved my wife's life, I guess we're friends now. Which is, it, whatever. it's just stupid, but the whole the whole kind of, the the episode hinges on like, oh, well, white people and black people need to be nice to each other, which is like, well, no, Lester was in the wrong the whole time, and like... Yeah. It's, it, and this is a, like, mostly a writing team of white people. It's, it's just, I don't know, it, it's weird and it's not very well thought out and it just, it sucks.
1: Yeah,
0: it's, there was something I wanted to, to bring up. Okay, so, so in this show they also have radio hosts as, like, reoccurring side characters, kind of. But it's like I right. swear those radio hosts have the exact same voices they use for Weenie and the Butt, who are the main oh, radio characters. So I'm wondering, are they actually the same characters, or is? Oh uh, well, just... they
2: they use a lot of the I forget the fucking guy's name, but like the guy that Family Guy uses every time they need like an announcer or like yeah. a random like normal guy to talk. He, yeah, that he guy. on the voice cast also. Uh, I, think yeah. I feel so bad about. But this I think guy's it's name. just
0: because it's the same role as well. Also, speaking of going back to the Fart episode for a second, I know. Great, but like there's a scene where Cleveland goes to the doctor. That doctor is just Seth McFarland using his fucking oh, yeah. voice. It is just Or like, or
2: his uh Dr. Hartman voice.
1: No, I heard way more bro. Like it's uh, just his normal speaking voice. I will it's, say I mean, it's
2: Seth talking.
1: The the judge in this episode gets more range out of glenn howerton so that's nice
2: yeah I li- and I, you know what i like the judge better than i like the family guy judge also i i will so.
1: say
0: we do not get enough of the judge i would have liked at least like yeah color, yeah like, like i
2: think it's funny like yeah like, of, like he has the power of life and death in his hands and it's like he's just kind of like a bro i think that's a good concept yeah for character.
1: he's like he's like a hip like teacher or whatever i kind of like that idea yeah, no. The, but it's the, like,
2: oh, he can literally sentence you to prison for the rest of your life. I think that's I think you could rank good stuff out of that and they just don't bring him back.
1: Yeah. The thing of this episode that is really kind of appalling is the stuff with Rollo, where Rollo like learns about stuff like slavery at school, basically, because it's Black History Month, and right. they uh, they turn Rollo into like a stereotypical like militant activist, and it is just Right, it's so yeah, it's dire. Like he yeah, says,
2: like, oh, I will say the one line I really like of that where he's like, if he says if Rutherford behaves, it wasn't a brother. I don't know what's up. I think that, that line was, was pretty good. That's, I'll give him yeah. that. But no, it's really like the the politics of this episode or i mean it's one of those things where like you almost want to describe it as like being in a good place but it's it's so like fucked and like you know uh mc escher that it's like i really do not know what they're trying to say with this
0: this this episode really does just hammer home like why is everything about this show real yeah like
1: well both plots are green book like both the a plot and the b plot are like (laughs) damn we can we can get over racism if we just have a conversation.
0: You know what? You know what? Green Book had it had the amazing scene where uh, our main white protagonist, sitting alone in a hotel room, folds a pizza in half and just or in thirds and just eats it like it's a fucking set giant sub. How do you?
2: How do you two have time to watch this many movies?
0: We just do it. We just do it. Well, I'm unemployed, so. Uh, that's my excuse yeah do we have anything
2: else we want to say about
1: this it's it's not good folks it's really bad like it it would be better if it was worse honestly like if it was like really really bad we'd have a lot to say but this is just like
0: but if it was really really bad it couldn't get on television this is
1: like a consistent like four out of ten it's just like bad enough where it hurts but like it,
2: it's hard to review a really good movie it's even harder to review a really me- mediocre like piece of media no, yeah not, yeah but you know what i mean yeah yeah
1: the the, the... Where
2: it's like there's just nothing to hook on to and yeah. we have yeah. three more seasons yeah all you know it hopefully it gets to a point where it's like it becomes bad enough that it's interesting to do but yeah at, right now it's just there's really nothing to grab onto in the analysis of it
1: i i want to say that uh looking at the av club ratings for this entire season all the ratings were within the range of b plus to c minus and the highest rated episodes were Once Upon a Time in New York and uh, Brown History Month, weirdly enough.
2: Weird.
1: And the lowest rated episodes were Field of Streams and Pilot.
2: Yeah, I could see that. Neither one was very good.
1: AA club is weird sometimes. Folks, that's gonna do it for oh. this. Wait, most... b-
2: before we go off, I I actually have a hot take that could give us, like, a bit of energy for the ending.
1: Okay. Okay.
2: I think that, I think that you could ring a good Brian and Stewie relationship out of Rollo and Kendra.
1: Uh, mm, mm.
2: I think they had chemistry. I think that a big character and a little character is something that has, like, you know, there are ways you could take it, you know, maybe... Maybe they do like a cross country thing without the technology. I think you could. Go, I think you could go somewhere with it.
1: Yeah, I don't Maybe know. Maybe they
2: putter across the country in Kendra's rascal. I think that could be fun.
1: Well, if you want to go the David Lynch route, you can make a straight story riff where she t- yeah takes a rascal across the country.
2: Yeah, Rollo in the bucket. I listen. I am not saying I'm a genius, but I'm saying that there's something there, and
1: I'm a genius. Yeah, they should let they should have let David Lynch direct an episode.
2: That would be so cool. That would be so I didn't awesome. He's a Good director. Just
1: let him be a director and write an episode, and just have all the characters be like, "I need to go to the store," and just just, would be wonderful. Well,
0: look at it this way, guys: we never have to watch an episode of season one again. Awesome. Now we just have to get ready for like season two. Spencer, you want Family Guy episode? We got American Dad episode, and then we got Family Guy episode again before we Spencer, do you want to play us out?
1: Yeah. Alright, folks. Um, Bye-bye, everyone. How much Benadryl does it take to die? <laughs> 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 Alright,
2: this has been those good old-fashioned values, everyone. Uh, I'm Ty. and with Andy and Spencer. Uh, see you next week.
0: Bye. Bye. today, battle.